This is Corey Gray and Tony Stewart from Hairdistry. Thank you for tuning in to the Hairdressers Podcast. Now here's a word from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, this is Jenna Irby, also known as Esthetician Jenna. I am owner of Skin Fit Aesthetics. I am also the co-host of the Charm School podcast. And in my own business, I use Schedulicity. And the reason I love Schedulicity is because it is so convenient for my clients. The platform and the website is so user-friendly. People can go on there anytime, day or night. When they're off of work, they're unwinding, they're finally in their bed at 8 p.m., ready to schedule their facial service when in traditional work hours, a receptionist would not be there. And they can just pop on the website drink their cocktail, glass of wine while they're watching their favorite TV show and conveniently book their service with me. So that's why I love Schedulicity is just the convenience that it gives myself as well as my clients. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, CEO and founder of Schedulicity, and we're proud to bring you this amazing podcast. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best friend, Tone, but he might get traded in today. What's up, brother? And you always trying to trade me in, man. What's going on? <laughs> you know, just, just just better, greater people, I guess. I don't know. Oh, dog. That's, <laughs> look, that you hurts. need today's podcast, brother. You You're really, kidding. You really do, man. <laughs> I was giving the example. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was giving the, uh, the, the pile-on example, right? Uh, well, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, sure. We need. We. We. I'll be. I'll be the brunt of the example. Hey. So, um, a couple months ago, we uh, we brought this guy on the podcast. I think we released this podcast right around Christmas, which is a. Uh, 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 a good time to to release his his message and, and who this guy is. So, um, and then uh, we just kind of grazed on it um, in the podcast. We're going to talk today about the power of words and, and how important words are, dude. I really love the last podcast because you know I love the podcast when. You're having conversation. You're just kind of like in the moment. You're not, and you kind of forget you're doing a podcast, right? You're just yeah. having conversation. You just have, you know, you build a uh, a, a pretty cool relationship. And uh, you know, when he touched on these these points about power of words, you know, you and I were like, hey, you, you can come back on and you know, let's talk let's about this. There. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm excited to get into this message. I'm all about it. I'm all about it too, um, which is why we brought him back, right? So if you go back to December 21st, we uh, we, we released a podcast with Richard Mana, and um, it, it, it's great. Hannah, man. Hannah, 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 Man from heaven. Got it. All right. So, um, so, uh, we released Richard's podcast and, um, and it did really well. Um, he, he, he's just such a, such a soulful dude, man. And, and, um, people really, really, uh, responded well to it. Um, again, in that, in that message, he, uh, he talked about the power of words and we were like, Whoa, we gotta, we, we gotta spend some time there, but we don't, ha- we don't always have time in a normal podcast. So we brought him back to, to talk about, um, uh, the power of words, which I love. 
Yep. So I'm ready to get some words on. Let's get, uh, yeah, let's, enough of our words. Let's bring the man with the you, words you on. Grab, you grab a pen and paper, okay? <laughs> okay, got it. So, Mr. Richard, welcome back to your day off. It's Richard Mana. Mana, you sound Mana. Sad. Oh, I had it. <laughs> that, it was Tony that messed it up. It's Mana. It's actually Mana. How are you? Way to lift him up and then set him down gently. Him, exactly. <laughs> the British sounds proper. Richard Mana, please come to the stage. You know, it sounds <laughs> Yeah, we got to uh, American bastardize it, right? Mana. He'll <laughs> belly it. <laughs> That's it, man. That's awesome. Richard, welcome back, man. Great to be back with you guys. Thanks for bringing me back on. Dude, man, I enjoyed the podcast so much last time. And then when you when you briefly touched, you know, on about power of words, it you know, Corey and I, you know, if, if you know anything about us, about our industry, about the podcast, you know, we want to lift people up. We love people. We love our industry so much that, you know what I mean, we dedicate a lot of time, a lot of hours to give to our industry. And, and so when you uh, touched on this, it, it did something to us that, you know what, we... We want to bring you back on and talk about this because I think this has so much, uh, you know, it can be so impactful into our industry and, 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 you know, we can learn so much from each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited to share with you guys and just conversate. I like what you guys said in the intro. There's sometimes when we're doing this, it's not like we're having a podcast and having a cup of coffee and having a conversation, you know, and I like that it's organic and we can just be comfortable and share. And hopefully out of this session, People will be encouraged, inspired to, I guess, change the course of their life with the words that they speak. Because words have the power to change the course of your life, believe it or not. I definitely believe it. I mean, it's it's been a big part. I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast before too. Like when I started mentoring uh, younger hairdressers, like I, I realized that that a lot of us haven't had the opportunity or haven't been told, mm-hmm. right, that 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 I believe in you. You know, and just those, those just those simple words, I believe in you, um, can, can make a big impact. You know, just somebody's in your corner, right? Like it's validation that somebody's in your corner. And it's something that we don't just want. It's something that we desire and actually need as human beings. Someone that believes in us and that speaks life. Because a lot of the times we get bashed by life. We get bashed by the challenges that we face on a day-to-day basis. But if you come home, or if you have a friend call you up and says, hey, you are gifted. You are loved. I do believe in you. You do have what it takes. What begins to happen? Life ends up being spoken into your heart and into your soul. And your eyes start seeing further than just your circumstance. You start seeing the opportunity of what you have in you to overcome any challenge in any circumstance that comes your way. And that's why I think we, as human beings, as hairdressers, need to always be mindful. As parents, need to always be mindful to speak words of encouragement and affirmation to elevate, encourage, inspire, and build people because words have the power to bring destruction or to build, to to bring healing or to tear down. There's so many things that we can do. We can encourage or discourage. That all comes with the words that we speak, not just over other people's lives, but over our own lives and over our own future. So it's so, so important to speak life and, you know, there's, there's a famous proverb that says, how can bitter and fresh water come out of the same well? I think I shared that with you guys last time. You're either going to be full of life or full of death, either fresh water or bitter water. It comes to making a decision to say, hey, moving forward, I'm going to be mindful and conscious 
to speak words of life over others and life over my own self because it's so easy. It's so easy to fall in the habit of, I just can't do it. I haven't got what it takes. And what you're beginning to do is you're starting to form your world because I believe words form your world. And when you start speaking, I can't, I haven't got what it takes, I am not good enough, guess what? You can't, you haven't got what it takes, and you're not good enough. And you're actually painting the future of your own life with those words that you speak. And it's so true because, you know, probably a couple of podcasts ago, uh, you've heard, you know, talking about putting labels on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's what you're doing when you're when you're speaking death or speaking negative about yourself or anybody else. You're literally, you know, you're sticking labels on yourself or on other people. And, you know, I, I remember, you know, my kids, you know, my daughter and my son, every morning before they left to go to school, I always told them, I said, remember, you are blessed and highly favored. Mm-hmm. And by the time by the time they were in high school. You know, they they would tell me, you know, I'm going to be okay because I'm blessed and highly favored. They believed because, you know, I told them every single morning uh, that they are blessed and highly favored. And it just you're so spot on that, you know, if you know, if I didn't say those things or if I said something that, you know what I mean, don't get in trouble or, you know, you're, you know, whatever it is, it's, you know, over time, it's going to they're going to believe whatever you told them. Absolutely. You know, words are like seeds. When you constantly sow those seeds of positivity into their lives, guess what? You start seeing the fruit of it later on. However, on the flip side, if you start saying, you know, you're ugly, you're fat, you're all those negative words that I'm sure at one point we've experienced at school or at home or wherever, those end up producing fruit in the long run. You know, a good example, Michael Jackson, right? When he was a kid, his father would always say, you got a big nose, you got a fat nose, your nose is like your uncle, your nose, your nose, your nose. So guess what happened? Years later, when he had money and success, the, one of the first things he changed was his nose because of those negative seeds that were sown into his life when he was a child, to the point where he did so much plastic surgery that he didn't even look like a human being towards his later stage. You know, and I love Michael Jackson's music, etc. But the point is, the words that we speak Words have, I guess, the power to really build people's lives or crush their lives. And it's, we've got to be mindful of the words we speak. There's a famous proverb. It says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So we can either speak life or speak death. There's nothing in between. We've just got to be conscious of what words we speak. And talk about labeling. We're so quick to label ourselves as well. You know? And I think it's so important that we speak words of encouragement even to ourselves, when people label me, let's say someone says something negative to me, you know, like something really negative, they'll say, Richard, you're this, 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 and that. You know what I say? I know you're probably going to laugh, but I do this because I believe words are like seeds. I say, I break the power of those negative words over my life because if I don't break the power of those negative words over my life, that word ends up being a seed in my heart that I just let go. And when you leave a seed into the ground of your heart, it begins later on to shoot and produce fruit in your life. And I don't want any negative things in my life. So I always say, I break the power of those words over my life, especially when someone's trying to label me with something negative. You know? And sometimes I might slip up because I ain't perfect. I might say something uh, silly as well. I'll be like, oh, sorry. I break the power of those words that I've just said over <laughs> your life. You know, it's a two-way street. 
And we're not perfect. We're just going to be mindful of it, you know? I like the word practice. Like, uh, like, uh, uh, when I when I started doing yoga, like I started to understand what practice meant, and 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 it wasn't the practice of your yoga, but it's your practice of your life. It's not like that. You just said that you know you you do make mistakes, right? Well, that's part of it, right? That's part of that's part of uh, of of the practice. But right. but it's the commitment to not carry on with that, right? So uh, you know, do you step back? Yeah, but you're only stepping back an inch, right? So exactly. You're miles ahead, but you step back an inch when you mess up. You know, you just keep you just keep pushing through that. Um, I love that, man. I, I, I is there? I like how you said, like you you checked yourself. Do you really say that to somebody though? If you said something si- silly or negative, maybe even not by purpose, but by just like by whatever, do you literally go, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back. Yes, I'm gonna do it. Hundred percent, I do. I do because I don't. You know, why would I want my negative words to be a seed in someone else's life because I know the power of words. I value the weight of words. So if I've slipped up and said something negative out of frustration, you know, well, I will break the power of those words because I don't want to speak death. I've made a decision to speak life. And so when I, um, I speak something that I didn't want to speak, I will break the power of those words over other people's lives, especially over my own life. And, and, do, and do the people look at you and go like, what'd you just do? Well, I don't really speak negative people to people I don't really know that well, but people that I know, like my wife or somebody like that, I would say, babe, I break the power of words. I take that back. Absolutely. And with my brothers and anyone else. But it's not often that I do it, but when I do it, I will catch myself and break the power of those words. Because I, I truly believe there is power in words. And, you know, there's people that have been brought up in a family where they didn't say, I believe in you. They didn't say you have what it takes. They didn't. They weren't fed with words of life. And let me just say this. In Miami, in California, in New York, there's a lot of people on the streets. And the reason why a lot of them eat out of the garbage is because they're a lot more desperate for food than you and I are, okay? And when it comes to words, when it comes to words, if we're not giving our children words of life, or our friends and family speaking words of life, they'll start seeking love and words from places that you don't want them to eat from. So my, my, I guess my point is this, let's always be conscious of what we speak over our family's life, over our own future, because people need to be encouraged. There's too much bashing out there in the world. There's too much negativity on social media. And there's a lot of kids that are being brought up with social media and a lot of negative captions and comments that we didn't have to face as children. But as a child going through that, it could really people commit suicide, guys, over stuff like this because words have the impact to change one's perspective over their own life and who they are. And if it's negative, it can actually disrupt their lives. But I want everyone listening to be mindful that words are powerful. One of the most powerful forces we have as humans, and we can either build people or crush people. Let's be mindful. Let's be thoughtful, whether we're saying it out of our mouth or whether we're typing it on our phone and writing comments in people's, you know, Instagram pages, let's be mindful to speak life and encourage people because there's enough negativity out there. I'm going to, I'm going to really start practicing that and and practicing on, because, uh, you know, as a young Tony, I was a reactionary Tony. Okay. I, I, you know, you say something or you did something, I'm going to react to you. Right. Um, and it's funny because when I did that, I realized that you had power over me. I didn't have power over myself. Right. 
uh, as I, I got older with children, got married and stuff like that, I realized that, you know, uh, and my wife's been a huge, huge part of, of my, you know, evolving into, into who I am today. Uh, you know, I would react to her or if I would, you know, react to a stranger and she was like, you know, you need to speak life, you know, your words verberate forever. She would always say these things to me. And, you know, over time it, it really, her love for me and her power of, of just, you know, uh, of doing, you know, saying the right things in my heart, it really broke down all the, the chains that had my, uh, you know, just had me bound. It's interesting too, because I know certainly with, in my experience, the same way is that, you know, once, once, once you're, once you start, even if you're faking it, right, even if you're faking it and you start speaking life or you start speaking light or you start supporting the people around you, then it starts to change that deeper, darker, like you said, chains, you know, it starts to change that and it starts to soften those things. So, so, you know, the old adage, you know, fake it till you make it. You can also fake it till you make it and be like, Richard, you look awesome today or Richard, thank you for coming on this call today or whatever that, whatever that is, um, whatever that is, you know, it kind of, it kind of softens it. I remember watching a I don't really have a thought about, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm working this thought out. So, so bear with me, but I was watching a TikTok and it was his dad and his son. Right. And, and his son did something goofy, like, like, like our kids do, but you know, it wasn't, he didn't go into like this disciplinarian thing about like you did wrong. What he, what, what he kind of positioned his son to be like, you're better than this. Um, so, you know, take this opportunity to, to, to act better than this play to your best person. Don't play to your worst person. And I believe that you are your best person. Yeah. Cause so another parent of friend of mine, we're talking about this and she said, you know, when, when her kids are acting up, she never says you're a naughty boy. She goes, Hey, good boys don't do that. You see what she's done. She didn't label her child as a naughty boy. I don't know. You're a good boy. Good boys, they don't do that. Do you see the difference? Instead of saying you're a naughty boy, can't believe you've done that. You're not good enough. It, it, it's the wrong spirit. No, no, no. You're a good boy. Good boys don't do that. What are you doing? You're a good boy. You're a good girl. It's flipping the mindset to speak life and labeling good with your children, not naughty or bad. Does that make sense? And you were saying earlier about fake it till you make it. There is a transition period when you're used to doing one thing and you're going into another thing. It feels a bit strange and odd for that small season. It's like getting a cup. If you've got dirt in this cup, the best way to flush this dirt out is to get clean water, keep pouring it in. While you're pouring the water in, the dirt's still there. So there's a transition period. But if you just keep pouring that clean water in, that dirt eventually comes out. You see what I'm saying? So there is also always a transition period. You just got to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Before you know it, it's a lot easier and there's a better flow of doing it. And, you know, someone might be listening and saying, guys, you have no idea what's been done to me. You don't have no idea what's been said to me. Well, let me just say this. Uh, 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 sometimes the best excuse is a good excuse, okay? But in life, I always say it's like driving a car. This is very, very important. If you're driving a car, you're driving a car and your eyes are focused on what's in front of you. Now, you have a review mirror which represents the past. You can't drive forward looking in your review mirror because you'll crash. What you need to do is always focus on what's in front of you and just look in the review mirror from time to time to learn from the past, but don't live in the past. You've got to have that sense of forgiveness of what people have done to you. Otherwise, it will become a seed 
that will become a plant and produce negative fruit in your life. And so it's important, no matter what's being done or said, to have a fresh perspective and focus on what's in front of you without the baggage weighing in your heart. Dude. Man, well, I think I'm preaching better than you're responding. I'm kidding. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I, I was about to give you a hallelujah, man. I, I was about to <laughs> start standing up and dancing. Uh, you, and you're so right because, you know, uh, people who who listened to the podcast or heard our story or heard my story, they, they knew that I kind of grew up in, in a bad situation, kind of rough, you know. And I was kind of one of those people, you know what I mean, like with a, with a chip on my shoulder with an attitude like you know what i mean like walking around and and i was ready to to whatever you had to, to throw at I'm, I'm gonna meet you you know what i mean and and i used that as a as an excuse for who i was and, and and no matter what i did that was my excuse of why i was doing it until i met my wife uh who uh literally helped me uh saw the real me and helped me you know what i mean but, you, but you're spot on a lot of people want to hold on to that because that's who they recognize themselves at. And whether it's good, bad, or ugly, yeah. uh, they're going to use that as an excuse to to be able to treat or do whatever they want to do and hurt other people. But well, hurt, hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Hurt end up hurting others. And all of that comes from the way they were treated in the past. But going even a little deeper than words, the power of forgiveness honestly only sets you free. So if I had unforgiveness in my heart, it ends up turning into bitterness, et cetera. We all know that. When I release that person and say, hey, you know what? I forgive you. I don't have to be friends with you, but I forgive you. It actually releases me to have fresh perspective on people and on life. Otherwise, it begins to sabotage your perspective on people and trust and life and opportunity, et cetera. So I think the power of forgiveness is key. And one of the things I want to say is, it's not just about forgiving other people. One of the hardest people to forgive is yourself. You've got to forgive yourself because we've all made mistakes in the past, but we've got to forgive ourselves so that we can move forward rather than being held on to or identified with the thing that we did that was bad in the past because people that do bad things doesn't make them bad. It was just an action. They're still good. I still believe that people that are listening that might have done something that you regret, you still, you're good. You made a mistake. doesn't mean you're a bad person. You just get over it. And you get on with it. That's life. Yeah, and and, and you said you hit it the uh, the nail on the head when you said, you know, there's a, a freedom in forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. And, and a month ago we did a podcast uh, with Brett about forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it, it's you're right. There, there's such freedom in forgiveness. You don't have to carry that around. You know what I mean? And I and I told a story about my dad, and and it had to do with forgiveness, and it was. It's so, so true. It really releases you from that. You know what I mean? You're not, you know, a slave to it. Exactly. And and it brings healing to who you are. Even as a creative, I think when you have unforgiveness, it's kind of like a creative block. There's always something weighing you there. But when you have that spirit of forgiveness and the sooner you do it, the easier it is. And guys, we're not talking about just the fruit of situations. We're talking about the root of certain situations that can transform your life and perspective dramatically. And you will only experience it when you apply it. And sometimes you don't feel like forgiving someone. Sometimes you've got every reason not to. That's when you should more than ever. If anything, see the other person through the eyes of love and feel sorry for them. 
and demonstrate forgiveness. Be the leader in that relationship. And I promise you, you will be the only one that will win out of that. Or you'll both win, but you'll win dramatically when you release that unforgiveness from your heart towards people or towards yourself. One of the most amazing things about getting older, um, and and especially like getting older in, in the salon in, in the salon world, right? Because there's lots of people that we work with that are in their 20s, that are in their 30s, and and, and you know now that you know Tony and I are in our 50s, it, it's really interesting to kind of see the life phases, right? And and the life phases and how they how what their outlook to life is as well. And we were all there, you know what I mean? But it, it's really interesting to kind of to kind of watch that that transition and how you react to stuff or how you think stuff. And again, getting older, um, when I watch the other people, like the younger people in our industry, in our, in our salon kind of react to stuff. And now like my reaction is always like with more empathy, you know, it's more with like, we've all kind of been there. We've all kind of done this, you know, but when you're, when you're 20, you say, well, you did this to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the, that, 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 that's where you live. Like, like you, you wronged me. Not yes. that you had, not that you have a past that for that either. Uh, not that you had a past that even led you to that quote unquote mistake, you know, but as you get older, you kind of see it with empathy and kind of go, where am I going to put my energy? I would much rather put my energy and empathy for that person Beautiful. than to say you wronged me. Beautiful. Resolve, don't dissolve. Resolve the relationship. Don't dissolve the relationship. Resolve the situation because small situations can be resolved, but small situations can dissolve relationships. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think sometimes you just got to look. Don't look at the leaf. Look at the forest. Look at the big picture. Think, hold on. I'm not going to just let this little thing damage or sabotage our relationship. I'm going to decide. You know what? I'm going to resolve this situation because I don't want to dissolve the relationship. Mm, that's yeah. it. That's so true. Sometimes I'll, you know, if my wife and I would get in an argument, um, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go back to her and whether I, I think she was wrong and I was right, you know, I'll go back and I'll apologize for the situation. You know what I mean? And let's, let's get past this argument and let's get to, and, 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 and like you said, resolve what's the problem. You know what I mean? Instead of, because sometimes there's little situations, it, ends up way over here mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with the argument or the disagreement in the beginning. Right. So now it's become personal. And so, you know, uh, I, I make sure it doesn't get that way. I'm sorry though. Isn't, isn't I'm right. Right. Or isn't you're right. 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 I'm sorry. It is like, I'm taking responsibility for what I put into this conversation. Yes. Right. Whether it's good or whether it's bad. That's what I'm sorry is, you know, right. it's not, you don't have to put ego on it. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be ego filled to say, I, I, uh, you know, you, you were, you were right. You know, that's not it. That, that's not it at all because that that's a hard step too. You know, now if, if you were wrong, you know, that that's another apology altogether. Right. Yeah. And, and here's some words of advice too. If you're listening, I'm sorry, never proceeds with, but yeah. right. Leave the butt out of there. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the way that I reacted. I'm sorry for the way that this transpired. I'm sorry that, 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 that this is where we got caught up. But it can't be, 100%. I'm sorry, but Richard, yeah. you're a jerk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that, can't, that can't be the, uh, the, the I'm sorry. You know, the other thing too um, that I've learned, uh, you know, along the way is that if I have an open door, so like if, I'm, if, if I don't have that space for forgiveness, what, what can't live together is both, is both um, gratitude and, and that lack of forgiveness. Right. That you can't you can't be in you can't be in that mind. So even if you just shift 
your thought a little bit and go, okay, what can I be grateful for in this situation? And I, I don't have an example for you necessarily, but, but I know that this is a conversation that certainly in this household we continue to have. It's like gratitude is way more important than anything else. That is the starting point of words. What are you grateful for? Start saying audibly out loud, I'm thankful for shelter. I'm thankful for food. I'm thankful for family. Listen, we've had a crazy year this year. Let's always be optimistic and thankful and start speaking words of life and what we're thankful for because that begins to change your spirit and your perspective. But if you all focus on just the negative that's happened this year, you're entering into 21 with baggage and you don't want to do that. Not that we're already in 2021, obviously, we're in February. <laughs> but I guess each day before the sun goes down, address the situation, especially if you're married. I think that's one of the keys. Don't let things take root because when they take root, they're much harder to uproot. So before the sun is a famous proverb, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. In other words, deal with the situation uh, iron it out, resolve it before you go to bed. Because if not, it will just take a little root and each day will take deeper and deeper and weeks and months and years go by and it ends up taking really deep root. And then you have family members never talking to each other for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And then they go. And it's like, oh my God, why did I let something so small dissolve my relationship with my brother or my sister or my mom or my dad or my children? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. One other thing I want to touch on also with words is gossip. Man, we're in the hair industry. A lot of people can say, oh, did you know what he said? Did you know what she said? Words, 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 negative words. Gossip only brings division. Let's be a people that unite people, not divide people. And it all comes down about you haven't got anything good to say about somebody else. Don't say it. Just don't say it. Another thing, if you've got an issue with someone, don't go around telling everybody except that individual you have an issue with. Be the man, be the woman and say, hey, at the right time, I'm going to call this person, I'm going to speak to them and just open up my heart to them and share with them what I felt. Now, they might not agree and it might not get better, but it's better than telling everybody except that person because that ends up being gossip. And with gossip, you end up dividing teams, not uniting teams. And I'm all about, you know, a strong team is one that's united. So let's be mindful of encouraging people and not speaking negativity to them or about them. If you've got nothing good to say, don't say it. If you have something you need to address with somebody, address it with that person, not everybody except that person. Has you, it become, you guys agree with that? I agree 100%. But has it has it kind of become cliche or, you know, because you've heard it as a kid. If you've got nothing good to say, don't say it at all. You know, and, and you hear it. But does it have meaning? I mean, is it said so much? But it's so true. It's so spot on, right? If if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the podcast is about, you know, words, but you're going to, when you gossip or say something negative or something against somebody that, you know, that you're right. If you can't say it to themselves, then don't say it at all. But back to the, the original point, I mean, do we say that so like, Farewell, like just kind of like, yeah, I, fly I, by. I, I think so, but you know, you know, Rich has brought up a couple of proverbs, and 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 you know, cliches are cliches because they're true, right? And 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 the biggest like eye opener for me when it comes to like this, and and you know, listen, I was a bad gossiper, but I once again, as I've gotten older, like I th- those things don't own me anymore, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's it's the big learn was keep your eye on the big picture. You know, if you focus in the moment or if you focus like 
oh, this is going to be fun for the next couple of days. You're taking your eye off the big picture. And the big picture should be, are we a good community together? It should be, are we, are we a successful business together? It should be, are, are we, you know, building relationships here, you know? And, and if your eye is on the big prize then, or the big picture, then you, the prize is the big picture, right? But, it, but if your eyes on the big picture, then, then it's the moment, the moments don't control you. What controls you is legacy. And what is that legacy of that business or whatever, you know, that legacy can be a year or two years old, but, but, you know, right. you know, keep your eye, keep your eye wide, not, not, shallow because shallow eyes uh you know i think he might be preaching a little bit <laughs> a little bit um, <laughs> um actually you know richard I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring this up too so here as we start off 2021 we're all optimistic moving forward you know the vaccine's much further along and and yada 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 i hope that's true when we actually release this but you know <laughs> Going back to 2020, and, and in 2020 was was Mike Tyson left hook after Mike Tyson left hook after Mike Tyson left hook. You know what what it what it's done is it's kind of you can either fight that, and I promise you, you know, a young Mike Tyson you don't have a chance against, and that's what 2020 was. Or you can find the silver lining, and I know for me, and I, I said this all through all through 2020 pretty much, but like what. It, what what am I grateful for? What what do I have gratitude for? You know, first and foremost, um, I have I'm very very grateful that my wife and I are an awesome couple together. You know, like like being locked up for you know months months in, in I can't imagine like if we weren't like really friends. Like I couldn't imagine what that relationship was. I'm so grateful that 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 my family has their health. Mm. I, I'm so grateful that 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 that. As of now, my business is surviving. You know, I'm so grateful for my clients. I'm so grateful for the people that are in my life. And I'm so grateful for for just the love that we've received, um, you know, uh, through that time. What are you grateful for? Wow. Uh, I'm I'm so grateful for my family. I have such an amazing family. Is that different at the end of 2020 than it was the beginning of 2020? Um. Different appreciation? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It just made me realize. I think 2020 made me realize what I really have. That's the point. You know what I mean? What, like, my wife and I were talking about it, and you and your wife um, were a part of it, uh, of our conversation, you know, Every week we should go to somebody's house who who means a whole lot to us once this is all over and spend time with them. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and, you know, of course, you and your wife, you know, were a part of, of that, you know, visiting. Uh, it's just like, you know, people that have, I think it just made us aware of the people uh, in our life that, that mean something to us. You know what I mean? And how we've taken it for granted, maybe. Uh, and we're just so grateful to have those friendships. Uh, and, and, you know, whether it's family or not family, just having those people in our lives. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Richard, what are you grateful for? I'm, I'm grateful to be alive. I did have COVID. I came out the other side and I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful that I have my wife. I'm grateful for family. I'm grateful to live in this country, man. People bash this country. This is the best country in the world. I'm not American. I'm, I'm an immigrant, an illegal immigrant. And I'm here in this country, and I love this country. I love the people of this country. So I'm grateful for so much in my life, man. Sometimes I feel like I don't deserve 
what I have. I actually do feel I don't deserve what I have, but I'm very thankful to God that I have everything that I have in my life. And I think being thankful is a good start just to, just to move forward and putting one foot in front of the other and just be positive, man, be positive. So many people can just focus on what they're not thankful for, the negative stuff, you know. You need to start with saying, I'm thankful for, you know. And, and, and talking about words, you know, a lot of people, I guess they need to look in the mirror, surely, truly look in the mirror and start saying, I am smart, I am beautiful, I am good-hearted, I am hardworking, I am talented, I am gifted, I am confident, I am happy, I am successful. Start saying words and speak to yourself about what you want in life and line up your words with your goals. If you want to be successful and say, I haven't got what it takes, guess what? You're going on a different course, you know, because words... Words are like tracks. If you're a train and words are the tracks, the train can only move forward on the tracks. So whatever words you say will determine where your life goes. So I guess the question is, what words are we speaking? Where is our train leading? So I guess by being thankful is always a great start to get your train on the tracks to the desired result. You know, does that make sense what I'm saying? 100% totally makes sense. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And uh, your actions will follow that. So, and and I'll give people also permission. Um, again, it was part of my practice, so I'll give people permission to um, to to fake it till you make it. You yeah. know, maybe maybe you don't feel like you know positive talk for yourself. Well, even if you just go through the motions, even if there's not that feeling for it, just start having that conversation. Mm. The more you have that conversation, the more in line you're going to be with it, and 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 those neural pathways are are, are going to start to like. Re, re, reroute themselves to uh, yeah. as, as we wind this down uh, but back to your point Corey from from uh, uh, what you used to say when you used to open up the door and somebody would walk th- for somebody and they walk through you expected them to say thank you and if they didn't you would say something uh, you had well, I don't know but you had a I think all of us learn you know we're doing it because we're doing it out of generosity or out, mm-hmm. because, you know, we, we want to be kind and we're not doing it for a thank you. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, to your point, I'll just reiterate what you were saying is that I used to hold the door open for someone. If they didn't say something first, I'd go into like negative, like, Oh my God, can you believe that dude? He didn't say anything. And sometimes I'd be like, you're welcome. You know, like really like sarcastic and, and annoyed. And then, and then, you know, again, through my practice, I, I learned that, you know what, I'm holding that door open to be a positive member of society. Yeah, right. It's not for the thank you. Right. It's not the once you, once you do something and expect a response from it or you expect something from it, it was never given as a gift. And that that's the gift of a positive society. It was only given as an investment. And the investment was a thank you. An investment was whatever. Well, I don't want to live in that space. Yeah. I don't want to live. I don't want to live life with interest. I want to live life as Santa does and, and, and just as a gift. Yeah, that is beautiful. I'm, I'm a bit like you. When I'm holding the book, I'm like, uh, you're welcome. And I just keep walking. But you know what? I just learned something. And I think that's a beautiful uh, investment to society, what you just said. That's beautiful. But on the other side, it's nice to also say, thank you. So also nice to say, you're welcome. Especially when you have your assistant shampooing or sweeping. Hey, thank you for a great day today. You know, sure. just saying thank you and welcome is good. But on the flip side, never do it to seek thank you or welcome. Just do it out of love, basically. Yeah, live life, live life as a gift, man. Don't live it as an investment. Beautiful. You know, hey Richard, where can um, you know, if 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 anyone's not following you, or you know, they fell in love with you as much as we have, if they've fallen hard for you, where where can they find you? 
<laughs> uh, Richard Manor, M-A-N-N-A-H, Hannah, but with an M in the beginning, on Instagram, Facebook, they're the two most platforms I use. So, yeah, DM me if you have any questions or anything. I really, really sincerely enjoyed chatting with you guys. So thank you for having me on again. Yeah, this is like the quickest 40 minutes uh, <laughs> ever, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so good. I really like this conversation because like we talked about earlier, you know, it is conversation and, and you know, that's what we get from Richard. And I, I love that. Yep. Thank you, brother. We really, really appreciate you, man. Thank you guys, man. It was a pleasure to be with you. And I hope to see you guys in the near future. Definitely. Thank Richard you. Mana, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find... Actually, you can. You can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>